Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Literally Nothing podcast. It is I, Tony Brown, the Junkyard Dog over here. We got Erica G and the Architect, and of course, Vinny B, the Magic Man. So we took a week off there, you guys. We are back here with uh, episode nine minutes. So, Vinny B, what you been doing? It's been two weeks now. Uh, What's going on? What's What's going on? Um, <laughs> man, heavy, heavy week. Heavy. Heavy. Uh, mm-hmm. I actually took the last week off, but it's been it's been heavy out there. A lot Man. of people. Um tough, tough subjects happen, you know. But we got a lot to talk about mm-hmm. today. Got a lot to talk about, got a lot of information, got a lot of so uh but but other than that, you know, how's everybody feeling? Erica, how you feeling? How you doing? You know, I'm I'm okay. I'm better this week, surprisingly. I had to find some balance, but like that. If, you would, if we would have done an episode last week, no telling the words that would have come out of my mouth <laughs> because emotions were really strong. Lady, I was like, I was teeter tottering back and forth between like being like burned down everything in the world on Sundays <laughs> because this is complete BS to okay, maybe we're pulling it together and a little bit hopeful that people are like awakening a little bit more and becoming more knowledgeable and really waking up to the fact that this is an issue. So, and then, you know, I get in some of these comment sections and then it teetered the other way right back to being quite upset. But, yeah, but this week, you know, balancing, balancing it out, you know, setting some boundaries. Boundary number that one is don't read the comments. So I've yeah, been shut down. Yeah. I don't even read the comments anymore. But um, so it's better. And I'm, you know, I'm just trying to really trying to find my like my place in this movement because it's a movement I believe that's happening right now. Yeah. So I'm just trying to figure out what what my role is and what I should be doing or what I it is. Do. And, you know, I think I, I've been really waiting for this episode because everyone said, you know, silence is this, silence is that. And I don't believe most people's internet loudness is the right volume to speak either, but to each their own, you know what I mean? Everyone likes to, to speak on the movement in their own way because I don't know, I, I don't love the internet personally anyway i don't like a lot of a lot of things that perpetuate people are too opinionated and i used to tell myself i was so good at um controlling my emotions that's not it i really learned that most people tend to react while in their heightened emotional state and man twitter fingers is such a thing i'll tell you what like i've learned to stay off of the internet because of heightened emotional states. And if you go through comment sections and posts, it's a lot of heightened emotional states, which is why I stay off of the internet because that's it. And I don't want to have to go back and retract anything or edit a post or I just definitely just, have to I practice the pause. Everyone's like, oh, if you're silent on the internet, it's not that I'm silent on the internet. I post some things that I really believe in. If I see something I truly believe in, I'll post it. My, I don't like to repost things. If I do post something, it's, it came from me. And it came from a calm state. Anyway, that's why I've been waiting for this episode because this is our platform and this is what I want to say. You know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah. Here we are. Definitely. Nice. I to say that. Yeah. No, no, I mean, that's... <laughs> put, that, put that out there. Okay? <laughs> that's how it is. I mean, reading people's comments and stuff. 
you know, like you said, you can go from one way to another. You can be, you know, try to find some type of peace in all of this, and then you read a read the wrong thing, and you or you hear the wrong the wrong thing from somebody, and it just triggers you a whole another, you know, whole another whole another direction. Like it, it's right, it's crazy out here right now. You know, yeah. And then, last week, man, it was like yeah. it was crushing. Like I don't, man, I, I'm still, I guess, at a loss. You know, um. Just the way it affected everybody, you know what I mean? Like the yeah. world got quiet, yeah, in so many ways. Yeah, I mean, obviously not. I mean, <laughs> riots and stuff, but I mean, you know, it but, just, but it came down to like, all right, enough is enough here. Like, what 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 are we really doing? Yeah, like, what are we really talking about right now? <laughs> like, right, we see some things. It's like, all right, like, well, come on, yeah. like nobody can say nothing to this one. Like, come on, man, what what's really right. going on? And, and I, I I feel that too. And I feel like, uh, first of all, I'm not like blind to how the media works in cycles. Cause I'm like, we can go back four years to the last election year and there was Philandro F- Castro. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, so there, there has been incidents, but I think just the, how the audacity of the events that led up to this with Ahmaud Arbery, like shot in the street, like yeah. a dog, like with no care. And then George Floyd, like, Eight minutes and forty six seconds yep. on his neck, begging for his life. Like just how extreme Handcuffs, these two cases like, were. They yeah. like they just evoke such strong emotions that you couldn't just turn away and be like, eh. Yeah, exactly. You know, maybe. I mean, even though some people are still now with the maybe's, but when it first happened, like it seemed like the the, the biggest outpouring was like, "Are you kidding me? Yeah, how, in exactly. our country, how can this?" And just the fact that it's like worldwide and there's like protests happening everywhere, everywhere yeah. for this sees how knows how so it's um even though it's not so, something new to the african-american community like we're not new to this it's not it's not a shocker i think these events being so just so horrible but in the way they were has really woken up a lot more people so then everybody else is seeing what we've already been been known or i guess if you want to say it like right. that so right and, yeah, right. yeah. Yeah. Right. All and right. you know, I, sorry to interrupt, but I've gone down a few rabbit holes just reading articles and and then you know seeing who the writer was. I don't know, just and I've seen a lot. It's brought a lot of awareness to a, a few problems in uh in America. Uh example, uh someone was upset about, you know, police brutality and then Posted some videos, you know, of all police of, of all wakes abusing mm-hmm. people. And, uh, you know, so posted, so I went down this rabbit hole of videos I'd never seen before. Police brutality, obviously, we've all known it is not always just a racial thing. That is a problem in itself. Man, I, I've seen some sickening, man, like, you know, like, I can't even describe some things where police really a little just turn their heads, one person holding somebody down and just like they start punching these, you know, black cops doing it to black people and like yeah, yeah. you know uh, I don't know, Spanish, you know depending on the neighborhood and then this and that I just obviously yeah. the movement we're in right now is very important but I just want to say there's, you, there's a lot of things just, going but, on right now that oh, um, um, it's just all happening right now and it's like man I don't know it's hard for me to explain you know what I mean I, I can't even put my congrats my head around it like 
police brutality in itself is a problem as well. You know what I mean? And it's it's not always a racist thing. And I don't want these cops in general just to get away or to make it think it's all a white cop thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, I got you. But Tony, I feel like you're butting me right now. Like, I feel like gotta stay focused. Like, this is how I feel about it. What? Like, if you look at stats, uh, yes, p- police brutality is that all lives matter, Tony. Yeah, we get it. But I feel like if you look at <laughs> no, stats and that. systems, stats and systems, it, it it is disproportionately African-Americans. And this is how I feel about, it. yes, all lives do matter. And if you fix what's happening to the marginalized and the worst of us, it trickles down. They can't fix the police system to not be brutalizing African-Americans, and then it not trickle down to every other race that is getting no, brutalized. Like, if you, yeah, if you change how the system works... I wasn't trying to make you upset. It was just a point <laughs> I was trying to tag on to this, and I didn't want to miss it, because I know we were short on time, and I didn't want to pass up the opportunity. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't yeah. see why we can't talk about it as well. Just brutality, yeah, the, brutal, the police brutality is a real thing, like, like you're saying. like It is more than just you know, them targeting black people, but at the same time, they are targeting black people. It seems, you know, it's like it is everywhere, though. They do it to everybody, like you just said, like they do it to everybody. But again, you don't, it's not looked at it like that because of the history that black people have versus the history of, you know, other, like, like my wife's Asian, like yeah, she doesn't no, no, see it like the same way that we, like I see it. You know what I'm saying? She hasn't been yeah. to that. Like, I've I've been arrested thinking or not arrested. I've been in handcuffs before because there was a robbery and they thought that me and my friend they they accused us of doing it. We were just outside playing. They came up to us, pulled yeah. two cops, two Thank cop you. cars had to come up and arrest me and, and put my friend in a separate car. And then on the little intercom microphone thing they got on the little walkie-talkie bullshit, the radio, they fucking found the people that did it. And there were two Caucasian males. But we were already in handcuffs, <laughs> just chilling in the back seat. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that's, yeah. that's you. It's you. That guy. Get him. Like it's not even fucking Dude. me. But I so it is a real thing. But it. if you don't go through that, or if you don't see that shit, then it's like you don't. People, a lot of people don't get it. The all lives matter people. Yeah. I mean, yeah, all lives do matter, it. but you don't see it the same way somebody else sees it. And that's just yeah. where we're at right now. So now the people actually are seeing it. They're seeing these videos. They're seeing all this shit. It's like, oh, okay, we some people actually do get it. Some people will just follow a trend, and let's not let's not be mm-hmm. fucking fake about that. Like some people are just doing it just to be part of a yeah. Very they want to be yeah. yeah people. So mm-hmm. when it all when all of it's said and done, like who's really still going to try to you know say something or who's yeah. really want to stand up? Because right now, yeah, everything's every chaotic right now. But a lot of that shit mm-hmm. is, is a lot of people just want to be part of it. And yeah. that I don't know. Some that that to me that bothers me more than a lot of it. Like what are you, what <laughs> yeah, you really standing just, for? Like what are you really? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, what are you really? Yeah. Doing? The Department of Art. But that's going to be. When, that's how I mean, it is, regardless, when, though. But yeah, that's true. And like what you said, people people don't know what they don't know. If it's not your lived experience, you don't know it. But with right now and this time, I don't really feel like that's a, a plausible excuse. Like your ignorance is not an excuse at this point. Like there's so many resources out there. Like if you want to know and you want to learn about other people's experiences there's so much especially at this day and age with google and with the people in your circle like if yeah. so for me when the people are just when they thought all lives matter kind of negates it and i don't feel like that this movement takes away from that 
it will. All lives will matter when Black lives matter. It'll all trickle down and it all makes better sense. I, yeah. I, think. I don't think one movement negates the other one. So I don't think we have that. Shouldn't even be an argument in this. Like Black lives matter versus all lives matter. You shouldn't even be I never a said point of contention. Matter, right? You do. That wasn't they that they kind of intersect, and it'll all be it'll all be the same in the end. So yeah, okay. And same thing with police brutality. When people are like putting out videos and saying police brutality, well, what about this? We're not in, we're not angered about that. We are mad about police brutality. That's why we're mad. So if you if you agree, then go ahead and jump. Like it's the same cause, but you're trying to find a way to divide that and and nitpick. Yeah. Well, nobody's mad about this video of this white guy being choked out by a. We're mad about police brutality. So if we're all in the same boat with that, and we want to get some changes in the system. Let's just be like, let's not nitpick yeah. and say, well, what about this or what about that? But again, but, people are gonna, they're gonna do that. They're gonna nitpick. They're gonna, yeah, you know, yeah, definitely. It's they're definitely. gonna show you what they, yeah. It's it's just crazy, man. It's craziness. It is. But like, it's it's hard to navigate it all. But yeah, but that's about boundaries. But who would have thought? Who would have thought? <laughs> I mean, we go from we go from coronavirus to from killer hornets to this shit. It's fucking just incredible. <laughs> Yeah, that was quick. I saw a meme and it said, "What happened to murder hornets?" And it said that was just a filler yeah. episode. Now we went, <laughs> we've moved on to to the next big thing during the election year. Oh, but, um, <laughs> yeah, so I have some questions for you guys that I kind of wrote down just because, um, you know, this is our platform and your form, and I'm interested in your guys as African American men. How you guys um, are coping with this? So I have a question. I think I wrote down a few. Let's see. Oh. So first of all, so we've kind of talked about what's happening, but you personally, how do you feel as a Black American, African American in this time right now? How do you, how is, what's going on make you feel? How are you feeling about that? Oh, jeez. Mm. Um, uh, well, I mean, I kind of said it in a, in a sense, like, just I see how people are acting right now, rightfully so. Like people are outraged. There's also the people trying to be peaceful. Um, and, and when I look at it, like everybody can take it, you know, say it's, look at it how you want to. But like you know, if we're in a smaller circle, right? So if I'm out here, like if I go to work, you know, I'm like the freaking only black person at my job. You know what I'm saying? So it's weird. Yeah. Like it's like. They clearly don't want to bring it up, but it's out. It's right there. Everything's all, yeah, the exactly. So it's like, okay. And, yeah. and things like that, like, right now for me, it's like kind of, I kind of just, I've been quiet about it. I've been just whatever, not whatever about it. Like, it, it bothers me, but I'm not out here, you know, preaching it to somebody else and yeah. telling them, you know, black, black. Nah, like, if somebody gets out of line, I'll check them because that's happened to me. Like, somebody says something, you know, but that's about <laughs> yeah. it. Like. I don't, I don't go around and, and you yeah. know, and I'm not, I don't do that. Um, but it does affect me. And I didn't think like, I don't know, like things have happened. Obviously we've seen this time after time. Right. But this, this mm-hmm. one in particular was just mm-hmm. like, damn, like what the fuck? <laughs> like, I don't, that's all I re- my really re- my right. real reaction, you know? And, um, and, and I knew yeah. it was bad. Not, not, not that I obviously it was bad, but like I said, I'm at work. I'm the only like black dude at my job and like people, other guys at work are like they wouldn't even say nothing about it. Normally, something happens, we'll all have a little talk at work over some dumb shit. This one happened. Yeah. Everybody shut the but fuck. It's... Nobody said nothing. They didn't know what to do. Yeah. Like, oh damn, 
You know what I mean? That's how you know it's like, all right, see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you know, and I don't, yeah. I, I'm not the guy, I don't go out there, I don't pull the race car, everything, you know what I'm saying? I don't do that. But, bro, man, <laughs> that's all I really yeah. got. But yeah, I just, nah, I don't know. And I'm still, I'm still, I'm still like bothered by it. I mean, it's still like a, you know, and now with people talking about it more and people having their opinions and everybody has their opinions on, on and their, their say on this. Not everybody should have a platform. Not everybody should be talking about it. Let's just put that out there too. Not everybody, need, yeah. not everybody needs to speak out. Because <laughs> for real, because oh, yeah. sometimes it's like, all right, like, yeah. all right, we don't need to hear that from you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you, go, yeah. sit, go sit down. Go. <laughs> yeah, just, just right now. Just take a pause yeah, real like, quick, real quick. Martin. Don't need to hear this from everybody. It's okay. Okay, me as a black man, uh, I'm, I'm upset, and I'm really upset about, yeah, like how some people are reacting. There's some people out there who are like, I don't know, you know, there's, there were conspiracy theorists on this, but then the riot started and they had something to say about that, though, and that was, that was, that was hurtful to see, you know what I mean? Like yeah, that they stayed quiet on the the, yeah. the the events that led up to it, but then had a reaction for yeah for, for what happened because of it. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. And then yeah, and then you know, <laughs> people are gonna get pissed off about this one too. But but like, and then there's anger and there's hate, and on the black side, I'm never gonna I'm never gonna like I'm never gonna push hate. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I get being angry. But there's a lot of hate from the black side, and I don't, I don't like that. You know what I mean? Like I'm never gonna endorse it. Yeah, I'm never gonna tell you you don't have the right to say what you want to say. But like, I don't know. Let's see, <laughs> a lot of black people like you know stereotyping white people all of a sudden. Like I just, I don't, I don't like yeah. that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I feel you because I like I follow a lot of people that are like the two, the two worlds huh? even further. Is what 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 do you then you expect them to treat us nice? What are you gonna like? I don't know. You're gonna push them in the corner and say, but treat us well. I don't. That doesn't make any sense to me. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Well, mm, yeah. I feel because I follow a lot of Instagram posts and they're like really strong on like white people need to do this and white people should do that and it and it does feel like it's it's strong. But I I mean I understand it from both. I understand it from like from being African-American and for me it's more not just like you personally I'm not like saying you white person you need to like we really need to educate ourselves on the systems of white supremacy and that's what it is and that's what this country was built on right and those systems are still so in order to break those down we have to do the work and it can't just be African-Americans doing that work I'm like it would be great if if we could and just build ourselves a whole new but honestly we've all we've all I mean in this country played our parts in keeping these systems going and i think people need to be pushed a little bit out of their comfort zone because what stake in it does the people that are that are not that don't have to experience this daily what stake do they have and it's like why why give up that comfort why give up that privilege for the sake of other people so you kind of have to be pushed and i think that as african-american i don't like people that don't care i don't care and people that i don't care about but like people in my circle that are are not of color and don't get the stories like I'm hoping that they're like trying to better understand if nothing else to learn something to better understand what the struggles are because I had somebody in my circle come to me and say 
it's really you know sad what's happening but and i'm like how yeah. you with the butt yeah. but the looting like i don't care about a target right now like target's gonna rebuild yeah. like to hit me with the butt i feel like i want to ask that that person who's supposed to be one of my people what if that was me like what if it was me nine minutes on my neck and i'm dead are you caring about people breaking are you are you standing on the line yeah. protesting with yeah. you, trying to figure out yeah. what we need what policies we need to change so i feel like to a certain level and i feel like people get offended by certain words like white privilege or privilege or racism because it pushes them into a space where they're not comfortable it's not a personal attack because if you actually go google and get definitions for what racism is for what white privilege is it's not a personal attack. White privilege isn't something you should be like ashamed of, because I'm like, but you, but it needs to be acknowledged and you need to be aware of it. And everybody doesn't have that same privilege because of their skin color. So I feel like, to a certain extent, yeah, some people are coming on real strong, but that's just that years and generations of anger and yeah. to a yeah, certain yeah. extent, I mean, people need to be pushed that. out of their comfort zone. Get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but mean? yeah, but. But I get you. I mean, like me personally, like I I post on my page and I'm posting like links to stuff. I'm posting when I find something that's informational, I'm putting it on there. But I'm not like to all my white friends. If you stand with me, you need to be. No, no, you do what you want to do. I'm going to give you the information. If you want, if you want it, then you can. If you want to ask me a question, then you can. But I'm not telling you you got to do anything because, I mean, free choice. People can live their lives how they want. So the people that are like wanting to know more i'm all about that people that don't want to know more why waste it yeah you don't want to educate yourself on it then don't you know don't bother you know yeah yeah like that's fine too like everybody has their role the mother of my children are white but uh how do you feel about white people's role in this in this thing what no how do i feel about white people i feel that it's it's important this is what i feel like i feel like people that are close to us that do want to learn and are willing to, it's important for them to use their voice too to speak out against family members that have, you know, like implicit bias and stuff like that. Their friends, I feel like it's important because I feel like sometimes stuff is easier coming from somebody that looks like them. Right. Like for me to tell everybody in my circle that you should, then there's, a, there's pushback and there's like confrontation and that might cause risk. But for you to hear it from somebody else that looks like you, you're like, oh, well, you know what I'm saying? I feel like sometimes information is easily received for people that look like them but no i mean i don't i don't look at it as a white black thing i i look at it as a a a human rights issue that we're all that we all have to deal with like i don't i mean i deal with white people every day like so it's not nothing personal and i look at a white person i'm not now like looking at all white people sideways but it's just i feel like it has to be i'm reading reading this one article and this lady you know she's like Hey, white people, thanks, you know, for standing with us, but I still feel like I don't trust you. Understandable. Then she goes into saying, you know, like, so, like, all you Karens on the Internet, you can kind of fall back, kind of go in extreme. That's unnecessary, calling all white people Karens. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That's the stuff I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. People, I mean, like, there's definitely, yeah. You know, like, all those whole food bags you were taking to the, to the grocery store and all that live, laugh, love stuff's not going to work this time. It's like, what do you, that's unnecessary, like. Yeah, you know but, I mean, everybody, I, I feel like everybody needs to be educated. Everybody's coming from their place of where they are in their life and what they've been through and their experiences. So, yeah, some people are, are angry and they just, and they can't not be angry. But that's, that comes with mindset and working on yourself, too. And that goes both ways. I think everybody in this needs to educate. I think we all have stuff we need to unlearn and relearn about the history and the systems that, that are in place. 
And I do. I believe that, you know, some people are coming on strong. And if that works for them and their platform, good. Everybody, everybody has their role. Yeah. I feel no, like you're there's, right. you're there's, right. there's a place right. for people that are super angry on one side, super angry on the other side, and everybody in between. And we're hoping that the in-between is what pulls together. People that want to work together and want to build and want to help inform and stuff like that. But No, yeah. It, it, uh, it hurt me one day because when Lindsay came to me balling, you know, she was like genuinely scared, you know, thinking about our kids. And, you know, she came to me saying she's not even going to try to play and act like she knows where anyone black is coming from. But but she had genuine empathy for not only the people yeah. who have been hurt, um, the people who are living in fear, you know what I mean? And she's heard the story about when I was harassed once upon a time by the police when they thought I was involved in this jumping and, you know, thought just wouldn't leave me alone for like months on end. I was just, and she's heard about, you know, uh, just a couple of the police stories I've had, you know, and, and then, yeah, she just seen these stories and she, she was crying for days. You, you saw it, you know what I mean? And, uh, but she felt yeah. like she couldn't say anything on the internet at first, you know what I mean? Like she yeah. didn't know where she and was I mean, able, allowed to stand. And that hurt me. And I was like, yeah. I don't know. Is it- and that, I feel like as a, a, a woman in this case, that, that goes both ways. I feel like for me, sometimes I don't know like yeah. what I'm supposed to say or where I'm supposed to stand on that. And that's good. But um, as far as Lindsay, I got a couple good book suggestions. If she wants to read a couple books that would just help with information. And maybe this not, I feel like even in that, the way people protest, everybody has a role. So maybe it's, that's not her role. Maybe it's, she, I mean, I see people on there saying you need to speak out. Like you can't tell people where they're comfortable or where they fit. There's 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 a place yeah. for everybody. So if she's not comfortable speaking, tell her she don't she don't have to speak this because she like she doesn't owe that to us. If her if her role is to just educate herself and then better educate your kids to protect themselves and to be better to other people, you know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't have to be everybody doesn't have to be outspoken on the internet. No, that's what I told you. Look, Lindsay, there's always going to be another black person telling me how to be a different shade of black. And, you know, I'm just, this is just an example I was giving her. I was like, but you gotta be who you are and not let people tell you how to be in any aspect ever in your life. Like, you know what I mean? Um, but don't tell her to start away from the discomfort. Yeah. I mean, the discomfort is good. That means there's some growing to do there. Like so some people, will you, some people are not going to applaud you and maybe even be mad, but you know, if you feel what you did was right, then <laughs> you know you got to do it. Like, yeah. And you know, she she's been donating, and you know, she's been posting some things that she she's felt right. We've talked yeah. to our kids with you know some some issues have come up, so yeah, she she she's really in it, and I applaud her for being here. We talk when she needs to talk. Yeah, she's yeah she's. She's been here with through it all. Okay, so that that was that. So now that's my follow up question. So I've a uh, so these last couple of weeks, as we've been doing all this and putting all this stuff in our front head. Like, what? How how has that changed, or what? How does that? How does what's happened make you? How are you guys moving differently, or the same? Are you guys still moving the same? Are you guys moving differently out in the world? Like, what what do you feel like is the biggest change? personally that's come from this or is it I mean it's just another day in America or 
I don't know. Are you guys um, looking at things differently, thinking you know, about I doing kinda, something kinda, differently? Uh, move a little differently. I think I gauge how everyone gauges me as I walk through just life. You know what I mean? Like I'm uh, yeah. checking everyone's eye contact, uh, gauging everyone's energy, seeing how everyone's uh, playing off me. I don't know. You, you, not like I'm walking with my chest out, like giving my space, you know, like emitting some kind of like overall anger. Just, I don't know, just, just kind of seeing where everyone's at. Just cautious. Yeah. So you're moving more cautiously, just trying to, trying to feel for yeah. what's happening. Hmm. Vincent, what about you? I said, I, I feel like I'm moving, I feel like I'm moving the same, like watching, like even after watching all this that's, that's been happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I don't I don't see a big difference other than having these conversations with people that may not be, you know, fully understanding on why we feel the way. Yeah, um, well, I think that's a, that's a big part of it. That I, I think this opened up a lot of conversations. Yeah, I mean, good. if everybody can, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess if, if anything to take away from all of it is for people to have a better understanding. Because um, mm-hmm. I don't know what's really going to happen besides, you know, you can't they always, you know, talk about like the the police, but it's like you're you really gonna just swipe out, I don't like, know. get rid of all the cops, and then start over. Like that's not I don't know. Happen. Some of these departments yeah. seem to be like making some cuts, but yeah, yeah but they're I making think cuts. That, but what is that? Yeah. What is that really doing? Yeah, you're just gonna add definitely. on somebody else, and like you got rid you of them. But... I mean, I would love to raise one of my kids to be a black cop. Um, I think that would help our community, but you know, it's like I said. No, I didn't say, but it's not just the cops. Like, I mean, what was his name? Ahmad. Ahmad. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Yeah, the one got run. Yeah, Ahmad Arbery. Yeah, definitely. That was a big issue. That was just down home racism. After yeah. they found out he got put by the truck, and then, yeah. you know, and they were, they were retired cops though. Like, yeah, that was raised. That was that was bred and yeah. raised racism. So. That you and that, and that too, the conversation with your family and your friends helps that, I think. I think having open communication and being able to have conversations and people wanting to learn and to grow, I think helps that. But yeah, I think this this whole past week has like shed light on so many a range I mean, of issues. I think it, but as yeah. far as police brutality, like definitely they need to you can't fight like you said, you can't fire whole police forces. They gotta it's so it's gotta be something in the training, in the and how they're Some, handling yeah. situations, so it's got to be some implicit bias training because implicit bias is is what is the biases we come into situations with. Mm-hmm. So people got to be able to be aware of those because you're just because you are afraid of black doesn't doesn't logically make the, them uh, a weapon just because right. you choose to be, be fearful of that. That's not yeah. that's not your guys's fault for being black that you are scared. Like that's yeah. not my fault. I mean, so like yeah, be, if you're in the police force, there's got to be some kind of quick like. First sign of like this man made a rash decision would look like based on race. Don't be like, all right, you know, we're gonna give you another chance. Like, no, like, yeah, put him put him at a desk. If anything, put him at a desk, and now you're like stapling papers or something. But he's out of the field. You know what I mean? Like, take that man's service all the way. He can't just be out here. You know, do next time. No, like next time, someone's gonna lose a life or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah, but. Yeah, so I think a lot because this I watched a video the other day and I um I actually talked to Christopher about it because I was just so confused. It was um this guy had gotten pulled over and but the video had started already when he's at the back of the car with his arms up and the cop just kept on yelling for him to put his arms up and the guy was yelling back was yelling back at the cop 
what did you pull me over for? What am I be detained for? And the cop, instead of just answering that, would keep on saying, keep your hands up, put your hands behind your back. Then he went to telling the guy to get on the ground. The guy's like, why am I being arrested? Like, so they're arguing. I mean, there's no real threat. The guy's not like, come at him. He's just literally asking. So I had to ask Christopher, um, what is the protocol there? Like, how come, like, if, if you're detaining me, are cops obligated to tell you, like, when you ask the question, why? And he's, and the, the slow, I mean, the, the short answer of it was not always. There's like, there's like, I guess, a system set up. But, but then I went on to say, but if the, the officer who is trained, and this is his job, is trained to de-escalate the situation, if telling that man why you're getting, like, why you're arresting him would de-escalate the situation, why not just do that? So I feel like there has to be a real system of steps like your step is to like identify yourself your step is to i saw an eight point program but i feel like and then once they do that no matter what the situation then you have protocol because it just looks so chaotic and you could tell that the other officer so agitated he was already losing control it's like arguing with that kid you know you lost the argument so you keep on trying to one-up it so he goes to pull out his taser and i'm like he about tases man just because he's not getting i mean compliance but at a certain point i'm like so he's as asking a, the question, black he's asking this, why am I getting arrested? Yeah, as a black man in this country, how does he know he's not going to get in the back of that patrol car and not come home and not know for months? Like, there's, what's the one guy who went to went to prison and then got out and c- killed himself? But he was held without a trial for how long before yeah. they even, so, yeah, right, right. so I'm saying, like, if little steps like that, and then, but if your step was to have to let them know why they're being arrested, and then, and then if he doesn't comply after he's you've given them the information he asked for, then you have, you know what I'm saying? certain steps that you have to take. So I feel like as far as police, it's got to be in the training. There's got to be clear steps on, and that way it's across the board, like white, black, Asian, like this is how yeah. you're supposed to handle it. And then you can go through the tape and say, well, first of all, he didn't identify himself. Second of all, he didn't tell the guy like, or, you know what I'm saying? Like whatever it was. And the same thing on their end. He, I identified myself. I told him what the complaint was. He still, you know, then, yeah. then I have cause to, and then with these holes and these crazy, how you take down, I think it has to be, and I don't understand how they're, they're giving people um, <laughs> guns on the street without, yeah, like, strict systems. And there's got to be, like, you are in charge of upholding peace and protecting. There's got to be a strict line of, I think. Yeah. But, so, it's just. I mean, no, I saw this one where, like, during the protest, somebody was out there with their hands up, got, like, a. Uh, uh, smoke, whatever, or uh, did I? Shot in their face, like right in their face, and then uh, oh, the bullets, one of those rubber bullets, I gone. Yeah, Man. shot them with a rubber Man. bullet. Jesus, no, so, like shot the tear gas thing oh, at his oh. face, like bam, smack in the face, like point blank, almost. They were like, oh. he was just walking up peacefully. Cop shot a tear gas can in his face, boom. And I was yeah. like, damn, dude, this thing, these motherfuckers is ruthless, like. Right, or that, did you see the one where like, they pushed that old guy and he busted his head and they kept on walking? Like, yeah, I mean, some 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 kind of civility there's got to be, but when your commander in chief is telling the, the troops to tear gas a whole crowd of people so he can walk through to fake a picture with a Bible, oh my god, right? Um, really, like, <laughs> I'm just saying, so yeah, oh, Leadership, team reflect leadership, but um, <laughs> that's why I remember the Titans quote for you guys there. For real. Didn't catch that reference. I got it. Yeah, no, it's, oh, it's true. <laughs> I just brought the movie up last night. Yeah. <laughs> oh um, man. Oh yeah. Are we shifting the sports. We shifting the sports. 
Are we shifting to entertainment and sports? We can if that's. No, I mean, we can all... get there. We can go there. What are we, what are we, all falls together. Don't talk about Drew Brees. Got to talk about the Drew man. Brees. Yes, let's, let's, let's start the. Conversation about Drew Brees. Bless his oh, heart. Bless, Bless his heart. heart. Poor guy. He did a <laughs> poor, poor baby. But, uh, poor baby. Don't know no better. What? I mean, huh? Look, I mean, what he said, like, like we've been saying all day, two weeks their own, right? But man, it was the tone he finished up his his, his statement with. Like, it was so like, woo. I don't know. It had a little bit of a little bit of anger towards it. I felt, you know, like... Oh, I didn't actually listen to it. I just read the statement. Did he? Did he, he put a little extra on, a little oomph at the end there? He put a little oomph, you know. He was like, talking about everyone who served and had a little oomph towards the end of it there. I was like, dude, you ain't got to put all that in it. You know what I mean? Like, he's like, you'll never see me kneeling in this then. And then he, you know, just got a little sharp, got a little cheddar. In oh. I was like, dude, you could have said what you said and just left it at that. But he did Or you could have just... Kind of just not said that at all. Like Maybe I said, no you don't need to comment that, on everything. Some people right, just don't that, need if, to. Right, like just just no comment. If that's where you're going, like you know what's happening, like outside, you can open your window, look outside. So maybe just on this one, just you know, no comment. We're just gonna keep it to ourselves. But um, everybody finds it yeah. crazy though because you know he's you New know, Orleans Saints quarterback, and he, he does he's done a lot for New Orleans, and he's you know put money up for New Orleans like after like the whole hurricane and all the everything like. He's been, I mean, there. He's been a big supporter. He's been a supporter. Yeah, of the he's been a supporter of the community. Of community. That's, the, that's the thing that yeah. I think that's why people, a lot of people were hurt by, by by his statement because of that. Because they know Drew Brees as like, you know, they know him as a guy that has actually helped out in the community and shit. So it's mm-hmm. it's like it's not like he just out of like. It, so this is like completely left field. You know what I mean? And um, I think that's what took yeah. a lot of people like, what the hell? Like, that's when people start instantly commenting on that. You know, right? But. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And then it, less than a day, we got an apology. And I'm like, yeah, I don't. I watched the original the... video, but I didn't watch the uh, apology. So I don't know what he apologized uh, for. Because in the original video, you could tell how strongly he felt about he felt? his, what I think it was father and his was... grandfather, maybe his father, yeah. or great, or grandfather, yeah. great grandfather fighting. In and the that's, military that's and amazing. Like, like yeah. everybody, I think, has a military time. But everybody's that has arguing to do with. Yeah. But that, but so apparently, so but supposedly he got he was asked about kneeling at the during the national anthem again, not Obviously, what's going on now. He was prompted to answer a question in the video. You can tell he's answering a question. He was like, you yeah, know, he was at, he, he, was like, about the flag, he was asked about kneeling at the uh, like the Kaepernick situation back in the day, like kneeling yeah, but, during the national anthem has nothing still, to do with what's going on right now. Yeah, he's saying that you know I got I got was in the military, so so in the military, fought this and that, did it. He's like, and you'll never see me kneeling at the national anthem. And I was like, that's how strongly you feel with your military background. I get it. But then he went to go on. He's like, you know, he kept going. And I was like, all right, dude, cut it, cut it. You know what I mean? And then (laughs) almost to where he really felt disrespected by it. You know, I was like, dude, you're going too far. Like, you know what I mean? You if you don't want to kneel, you don't have to kneel. But like, ain't no one asking you to also, you know, like, right? Talk about you being disrespectful uh, about it. You know what I mean? Like he's got he's doing what he wants. He's got he's got to do what he's got to do. Yeah. You got to yeah. do again. Do. People that that just don't they don't know, and you would think that he would know because he's working. Right. He's where he's so at. That he's playing with the apology people. Is sincere. 
You think he had some conversations with the people? Oh, no, he, he got his ass chewed out. He got it? his ass chewed out. Uh, uh, Michael Thomas no, is his wide receiver. Like, he was like, yeah. dude, don't know no better. <laughs> like, people were just instantly hitting him up with, because, like, he's a 40-year-old quarterback in the, from New Orleans. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's mm-hmm. – people hit him up, for sure. So, mm-hmm. whether or not it was well, like Well, then that maybe sincere, that's positive. More if he yeah. got, like, he got checked. I mean, sometimes that happens. Like I said earlier, like and, people say something. And that hurt. too is, is like, gross, oh, hey, right? No, nah, we ain't doing that. Like we're not talking about that. We're not doing that. No, what the hell are you talking yeah. about? You know, and it's yeah. that simple. And okay. And I and I'm sure for him, he probably, yeah, he probably woke up a little bit like, oh, okay, well, I didn't mean well, it like okay. that. I meant <laughs> well, I don't I don't care how you meant it, shouldn't have said it. But yeah, exactly. But I'll, At that point, I'll, I'll go with the no benefit. Point. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt just just for you. You made a case for Drew Brees, you changed my heart on him. I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. What about the NFL and their blanket statement about how they were wrong? Fuck it. All right, so fuck Roger Goodell. Let me just say that right now. <laughs> are they are they giving not, Cap his no, job back no, and seriously. is he getting back pay? Not Thanks even if, even if they're not giving Cap. All right, even if they don't give Cap his job back, whatever. Like he ain't getting his job back. He ain't getting his job back. Blackballing, whatever. Like people can be mad about that all you want. He's probably better than a lot of the quarterbacks in the game now, but at the same mm-hmm. time. I mean, I don't know. Like, I for me, it feel like if you let Kaepernick come back now, it's just like, oh, you're letting him come back because it's gonna like, make us look better Ooh. as the NFL. Yeah, you're trying to save face. At this you're point. trying to save no. face. You're trying but, to be like, oh, but look can at they us. at least we let Kaepernick can at least back. give him some back pay if we was wrong for four years? Can we you give him four years? Give him wrong pay? Yeah, you can't just let him back in the league oh, and be man. a starting quarterback. <laughs> like, nah, bro. Like, that's not no. Oh, after uh, because I was right with this shit, no. Like, if I was oh, Kaepernick, man. I wouldn't want to come back. My guy. My man Goodell is in Zuckerberg <laughs> of the NFL, dude. No, yeah, no. He's he no, nah, he needs to go. Like he's, that's what, that's, did you hear his, else did you hear his statement that. though? No, but they should have just kept that too, because ain't nobody gonna buy it at this point. So you might as well just keep it. Yeah, that's like my, my dude my, my dude made a statement and it was like so like just he so reading from some stupid script someone gave him. Like none of it was yeah. sincere. Like he just hit you with the we the NFL. Da, 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 like, da, all right, enough of this. Why am I listening to this? Yeah, he probably was reading it like, I know this is bullshit. Yeah, they know he was reading it like, but here, but here we go. Who seriously listened to that? It was like, oh man, he's so sincere. Like, nah, right. bro, get Roger That's Goodell out of here. Man, <laughs> Jay Z really might have messed <laughs> up by associating himself with the NFL. I think he, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that was probably a big mistake. That was a bad yeah, just keep quiet. But I mean, that's come into the performative part. Like, there's probably a bunch of companies that were blacking out squares oh, and no, putting out statements yeah. that we know good and well. But, like, but, oh, mm. a lot of that was bullshit too. Mm. A lot of companies talking about oh, yeah, blackout. You got to show. You got to show blackout Tuesday. But all yeah. it really was was for people to go home and just like chill for that day. Like, what are you we're really good. doing? Like, yeah. you ain't doing nothing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And like, that's that's what it comes down to, yeah. right? After all this is done, what, what do you have to really do? Are you diversifying? Right. Are you changing policies? Yeah. So yeah, we we heard your words. Now we want to see now, what's, what's the action. What's, what are we doing? What's happening you after know, that? So that's yeah. that's where we're standing, and and that's that's my biggest question. After all of it, it's like, well, okay, so what's next? What, what's, what's after this? What's next? Like, yeah. where are we gonna go from and here? I hope, and I hope we as a people, not just as black people, as we as a people, keep asking that question. Okay, we talked about it. We we protested. We, everybody what's knows next? what's going on. People, what are we people doing? That didn't yeah. Know that was, what was happening? Know what's happening? Yeah. So, okay. What what we what doing? We doing? We here. Yeah. We here. What we doing? Yeah. But um. Yeah. yeah. So oh, okay. So Tony, you got a story? What was your your sports story? Oh, the prom kid. What's his What's his first name? Uh, Jake. Jake. Jake from State from Farm. State Farm. No, Jake from, oh, from, from my bad. Uh, <laughs> in Buffalo. Yeah, you know he um 
there was a, there was a series of text messages, and he was talking about no one should be able to buy guns, or they should make them so expensive to that only elitist white people can afford them. It's like wow. And later on in the text, he talks about how not even he's an elitist white person, which doesn't take away from the fact that he thinks that the only rich people in the world are white. So that's, you know. Well, I mean, I think if we Google that 1%, the <laughs> numbers would, would, would show there would be probably some truth to that. But, but you um, know, it's just the mindset, you know what, you know what I mean? That, that just doesn't mean Yeah, definitely. It, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, oh, definitely. Oh, man. Like, he's a rookie quarterback. So everyone's like, oh, now we got to play for this kid. Like, man. These quarterbacks, they're fucking crazy. <laughs> but I heard uh, somebody had told me something about even that the the pay gap that even though like seventy percent of the NFL is like African American, that um oh shoot sorry I don't know what I opened that did that but that um oh crap. that uh what oh like and the mo- the ten percent of the money that gets paid goes to the quarterback. Yeah, open the commercial for some reason. And and those and that's ninety percent white or something like that for quarterbacks, and they get no, well, they get paid like the like the majority of the money that goes into the NFL players goes to quarterbacks. Ninety percent of those are white, even though seventy percent of. But anyways, well, yeah, something like that. Stuff speaking, like that. Speaking of quarterbacks, though, so, real quick. Uh, shoot. Uh-oh. Sorry, let me turn that right now. Let's listen to a Jake Fromm story. Speaking of uh, quarterbacks, okay. though, real quick, I got to give it to Tony's guy. Uh, oh, yeah, and Rogers. Rogers just stood up. Rogers just stood up. I'm giving his props. What did he do? He, he just Tell stood up. He, just, he just made a little post. You know, he stood up, though. He said, uh, a few, he said, a few years ago, we were criticized for locking arms in solidarity before the game. It has never been about the anthem or the flag. Not then, not now. Listen with an open heart. Let's educate ourselves and then turn uh, word and thought into action. I thought that was pretty dope. Mm. So yeah, he posted that right after he right after Drew Brees' statement. Yeah, yeah. He was like, "Uh, uh, no, we gotta pull together, y'all." I was like, "Okay, I see you, Aaron Rodgers." (laughs) Like, I gotta respect that. I gotta respect that, man. You know. So yeah, yeah. So yeah, he's back. He's he's back in the throng of things. Yeah, yeah. I gotta give it to him. Gotta give it to him. Man. But yeah, man, it's crazy times, bro. This is this is where we're at. What are they this really? America. Well, you know, there was a black quarterback movement. I don't know what uh, it's still coming or not. But there's a few white ones just came back up. So we'll see. We'll see. It'll balance back out. This It'll balance back out. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They all make lots of money. But, um, speaking of uh, Michael, speaking of lots of money, Michael Jordan. Oh, he's putting up money too. The fact that you even have a hundred, you got Jordan Brand. How many zeros that to just to just donate? Like, take a hundred million. What? I never liked that man. (laughs) I didn't. You never like Michael Jordan? (laughs) No. What? You need to go watch the um. Did you guys ever watch it? Like the whole thing? No, it's a really good. It's really nah. Actually, people would actually after you watch it. I mean, Tony, you said you don't like, like him left? already, but you watch it, you probably really won't like him. Like, Michael, <laughs> oh, Michael really? Jordan's an asshole. Oh, like, okay. But he's a good, he's oh, a cool okay. guy. Like, <laughs> but it, like, it, I don't know. Like, I, I thought it was pretty cool. I thought he, I think he was a pretty cool guy. Uh, but 
Yeah, no, he's pretty real <laughs> asshole. He can be. It, it showed yeah. it, you know. It showed people. People were telling him. Yeah. Um, so. Man, okay, but, uh, well. But he gave but 100, 100 million. million we'll, we'll so there you go. I don't, I don't know. Got the money. Yeah, I didn't want yeah. that. No, if you have a chance, though, okay. you can check it out. Yeah, assholes tend to do that. I mean, Kanye West put my money. Wow. Wow. Just saying. Well, I mean, hey, I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you. But <laughs> okay, we're um, talking about some books that uh, Lindsay. Why don't you just go ahead and suggest oh, some more? Well, 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 can I, Do we want to do books or can I tell you guys about Juneteenth? Can we talk oh, about yeah. Juneteenth? Oh, yes, me, and Juneteenth girls, me and the girls are celebrating Juneteenth this year because it, amongst all of this information that is now being circulated and eye-opening, I learned a couple things myself. So. Fourth of July is American Independence Day. Yes? And Fourth of July is Fourth of July, 1776, right? You know who wasn't independent? July 4th, 1776. Black people. Yeah. Black people. Right. So Fourth of July is American independence from Britain, but black people were still being enslaved. Mm-hmm. And so January 1st, 1863, that's a lot of years later, the Emancipation Proclamation was signed, which is supposed to give freedom right to slaves but it wasn't until june 19th 1865 like two and a half years later when union soldiers um made their way to texas discovered that texas still had approximately 250,000 slaves Mm. to be freed so they didn't get that information until then so two and a half years later after the emancipation proclamation so that is juneteenth so juneteenth is technically the well, African American yeah, Day, celebration of of when we were our Freedom Day. So, mm-hmm. and I've I've never like I've seen Juneteenth every year. Like you know, you see a couple ads or whatever for it, but I never really thought about it. But decided this year that we're gonna we're gonna celebrate at least barbecue yeah. and take a moment of remembrance for June. June mm-hmm. uh, yeah, June nine June nineteenth. So that's Juneteenth, June 19th. y'all. So that's my little point there. So. As far as books, yes, I have a couple. And you know what? I'm going to do because I have books that I, I like uh, and I have them paper copies, but also I'm out audible. So I'm thinking I might just do like a little giveaway on our on our page for our readers. I mean, our listeners, if anybody wants to just make a comment, it'll just be a comment and then I'll pick a couple and then I'll send them these books if they want to read them. But if I was somebody starting out just like, just wanting to get information or learn a little bit more about experiences or how to navigate conversations right now. And um, this time I would suggest White Fragility. Oh. And then it's a book called White Fragility, Why It's So Hard for White People to Talk About Racism. And I know that even just the title is a little bit strong, but trust me, it's some, there's some really good information in there. And then, So You Want to Talk About Race is the other book. And they're just really good about comp- about having the hard conversations and looking at it from African-Americans' perspective. Well, one perspective, I guess, because it's writer writes, but, you know, they they reference other sources, and it's just really good information. So those would be my two book choices right now, starting out White Fragility. Mm. And so you want to talk about race. Sounds good, sounds good. I always mm-hmm. like to book you know, I hate when books are on shelves after you read them and, you know, mm-hmm. unless, you know, they're rereadable, but I used to Set my books on the like the uh, the break room at work after I read them and just you know three books. Yeah. Oh, that's nice of you. No, I don't do that. <laughs> These ones are really good, but I got them on Audible because I'm finding it's easier for me just to 
obviously just to listen to something because I listen to a million podcasts anyway. So I've li- actually listened to these two and then so I have paper copies. Awesome. Is that you guys? Any, any good resources? Good resources <laughs> for what? For books? Yeah, or, you uh, know, or movies. No, but like Tony just said, he watched Remember the Titans. It's a, it's a real good, a, you know, coming together movie. Oh, you know what? Yeah, no, it's a good movie times. to watch. It's a good movie to watch. That is true. Mm-hmm. Great movie. Always, it's always, you know, well, get you. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, you know, I didn't watch it, but Lindsay did watch that uh, movie, 13th. I think it's on Netflix. Oh, that that is a really good one. If you want to, like, a timeline of how slavery to the school to prison pipeline, like, all of that, how, how it still plays when people are, like, arguing about how mass incarceration of African Americans is not really an issue, watch that. Like, it breaks it down, the prison system. And it just, it's... Yeah, it's a really good movie. I mean, it's one of those movies that... with, um, the one with Michael B. Jordan and Jamie Foxx. Oh, just yeah, she she almost couldn't finish that one though because it was just too Yeah, that one was a hard one to watch. Me and Michaela, me and the girls watched Just Mercy. Me and Michaela have like literally been binge watching. We did like Freedom Riders, Coach Carter, Tom out, Tom out, Tom Titans. So Netflix, Netflix, Loki pisses me off though because what. Reading writers all of a sudden is on Netflix. Like I don't, I don't know. Oh. I don't know about y'all, but like the coronavirus thing happens. Netflix post pandemic. Uh, oh. Like don't. Oh yeah, all of them. That's all. That's all. That's it. That's it. We watch outbreak. <laughs> but all of a sudden though, when all this is happening, oh Netflix, though, watch us. Like get out of here. But yeah. anyway. Oh, but everybody is doing yeah, that. I'm <laughs> Spotify is no, making but, a yeah, black empowerment playlist. Like I, everybody, I, I, no, come on, man. Uh, Here's everybody. all the black movies. Uh, they, yeah, because, not, not no, care, they, but here are the black movies. Like, fuck you, out of here. Because they're trying to amplify <laughs> black voices. I it guess. is a good thing, people. I guess. The forefront. It is a good thing. He said, I guess. <laughs> not I guess. Because you know, I know what you're doing. I know what your company's doing. That's why. They're not getting new memberships, so the people are not subscribing to Netflix to get the free black movies. You're either already on there, so if you're already on there and they're putting them in front of your face, maybe you'll watch them. I'm all for it. Like any any way or medium that gets and gets uh, people access to, or I'm all about keeping staying focused because I already see people's timelines changing today. I'm on there now, and I already see that. Already see it shifting back to business as usual. That's what I'm saying. It's a trend. And I'm like, everything's trendy. Everything's quick. Everything's quick. What are their stocks looking like with all these new streams, though? I'm just saying. You know what I mean? I don't know. Everybody's stocks stocks up. I mean, I got a couple stocks. I checked my. That's another thing. Right. Talk about it. (laughs) Except for maybe AMC movie theaters. I hear they're going to not require masks when they open back up. I don't know how I feel about that. Oh, really? I'm not going to feel about that. <laughs> Two and a half hours stuck in a room with everybody, and everybody was confident freely. I don't everybody know. Be there. <coughs> yeah, yeah. For real, or doing that awkward trying to hold in the cough because oh, you know you got a cough, but you know people are gonna look at that's you crazy if you cough in here. But oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my that, god! So. Uh, hands touching hands, touching you, touching me. Oh god! So it should be interesting. Oh my goodness. <laughs> But, That's gonna be great. Well, guys, it was a good episode. I really enjoyed yeah. today. Uh, I think it. Yeah, it was I good. It was, it was a good, good talk. Too angry. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ended nice and light. Yeah. 
It's been a good day. Right. Yeah, well, I'm going to start, yeah. start grilling here in a little bit, if y'all. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm gonna try oh, okay. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Nah, I'll be okay. eating a little bit. Okay, so, so, eating today. No. Yeah, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. So we'll close it out. So I guess I'll um give uh my advice. Well, I guess for this week, I just um hope that everybody keeps having conversations, does some reading, learn something new, um, subscribes to this podcast. Uh, you know, throw that out there. Um, follow us on Instagram. I think I'm gonna list either one or both of these books on there to give away to somebody. So um, check out our post for this next week and um just. Be safe. Be blessed. Yeah, be safe. Don't forget to follow us, Lit for Nothing, on uh, you know Instagram. Erica will be posting her book, like she just said. Mm-hmm. Um, y'all just be safe, man. Just keep an open mind, open heart. You know what I'm saying? Keep your spirits up. Um, just, just be safe. That's all I can really say. Can't, can't stress <laughs> it enough. For real. Uh, we'll see y'all next week. Oh, yes. And everybody, thanks for joining us again. And as you always know, I'm always here advocating for mental health. Always be safe and reach out. But in these trying times, I also want to say, you guys, let's uh, let's love one, one another. And, you know, just, I don't know, man, one heart, one love. I'm just, I'm just really big on this. We all need to come together, you guys, in a nation that, I don't know, it talks about freedom and love. I'm just... No more hate, you guys. Catch us next week on the Literally Nothing podcast. We'll be here. Hopefully, you'll be here, too. Bye.